Okay, Kevin, for the grand prize of $1 million, what color is the White House? Um, I know this, I know this, I know this. Um, five seconds. Oh, switching to Geico could save you a bunch of money on car insurance? Okay, judges? That's true, Kevin. They'll allow it. Congratulations. You're a winner. Geico, because saving 15% or more on car insurance is always a great answer. You are Locked On Packers, your daily Green Bay Packers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. R-E-L-A-X. Relax. We're going to be okay. It is time. You are Locked On Packers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am Peter Bukowski, and I cover the Packers for SB Nation. I cover the NFL for FanRag Sports, and you can follow me on Twitter at Peter underscore Bukowski. This Monday edition of Locked On Packers is brought to you by MyBookie.ag. You play, you win, you get paid. Use the promo code Locked On at MyBookie.ag. And before we get into this Victory Monday, yes, it's still Victory Monday, even though the game was on Thursday. Before we get to this Victory Monday edition of Locked On Packers, I want to remind you about the Pro Football Focus Edge subscription giveaway that we are doing. A $40 value. Put your name and a review in the iTunes section on this podcast. Put your name, your Twitter handle. We will pick someone every week to win a Pro Football Focus Edge subscription. That's a $39.99 value. You get player grades, you get snap counts, position ranks, fantasy projections, rankings, tools, charts, data, data, data. All of that could be yours. All you need to do is put your name and your Twitter handle in an iTunes review of this podcast. It could not be easier. We want you to win. Okay, so the Packers won last Thursday night, 35-14. to We talked about that last week when it happened. If you want to get the full breakdown of that game, you can go back and listen to our Friday show. We did a bonus edition because of the Thursday game to make sure that that we got a full analysis of that game last week right after it happened. We wanted it to be fresh in your mind. And and honestly, if if you look at the numbers for the show, Packer fans want to hear about the game when the Packers win and the Packers won. There are still some things to talk about from that game, though, because Devontae Adams... Last we saw, at least on Friday, he had gone to the hospital. He came home and was resting comfortably, it seemed. Mike McCarthy referred to him as being rambunctious. He was already commenting on Instagram posts. He is apparently doing as well as, as, well, not even as well as could be expected, better than could be expected from someone who experienced the kind of serious trauma that he he did. Remember the last time Devontae Adams went through a process like this, he actually played on a short week against the Bears after suffering a concussion the Sunday before. So his status for Sunday against the Cowboys, I don't think it's a foregone conclusion that he is out for this game. We'll see. But the the follow-up to all of this is that Danny Trevathan, who I made an impassioned plea last week to be suspended for that hit, was suspended by the NFL. The NFL said two games Danny Trevathan is going to have to sit. Now there is some there's some weirdness to this because he should have been taken out of the game. Should have been ejected. And it seems like there's there's some people on Twitter who who defend him and and I, we don't have to relitigate that part of this. 
the the media at the very least seems to agree this deserved a suspension. And I, I told I was telling someone the other day, I didn't think any number of games would have been too many. The NFL needs to take a stand on stuff like this. And frankly, what it showed is that the league needs to be able to replay every play now, like they like they do in college. If everything is going to be centralized in New York and all the replays are going to be adjudicated by the league in conjunction with the referees on the field, then plays like this need to be reviewable. Every play could be reviewable like it is in college. It doesn't slow down the college game that much. I don't think it would slow down the NFL game that much. The, they need to be able to eject someone in real time for this because... Trevathan got to play the rest of the game. And no, it didn't matter. The Packers were blowing out the Bears. But the fact that he got to stay on the field because the referees didn't eject him for a hit that ends up getting him suspended two weeks is absurd. So that needs to change. Other Packer injuries. Ty Montgomery, it was reported during the game that he had broken ribs. McCarthy did not confirm that the ribs were broken, but did confirm it was a rib injury. It came out after the fact that the injury was not as bad as we originally thought. He's listed as day-to-day. His status for the Cowboy game up in the air when it seemed like there would be almost no chance he could play if his ribs were broken. Now, a word of caution here because Tony Romo mentioned this on the broadcast. Teams do not like to specify broken ribs. And the reason that is is because teams will go after that player, especially someone like a receiver or a running back where defender has a chance to square you up they will go after those ribs and on the pile they will this is this is serious now they will get their hits in they will find ways to make those ribs hurt and and you can if you have cracked ribs those breaks can get worse the more beating you take now Jordy Nelson played a playoff game with with broken ribs he wore the flak jacket he gutted it out he was frankly one of the only Packers that showed up for that NFC title game against the Falcons Ty Montgomery, if he is close to healthy, if the Packers think he can play, he should play. Todd Gurley, and we're going to get to this in a second with the Cowboys, they could not cover Todd Gurley out of the backfield. They could not stop him from under center in the run game. The Cowboys couldn't. So if the Packers can run the ball, that's a huge that's a huge boon for them in this game. Jamal Williams, who also went out in this game, the Bears game, he apparently avoided serious knee injury. So again, his status also up in the air. Aaron Jones right now is going to be the guy. It's worth pointing out, though, he can be a threat in the passing game. UTEP in college used him a lot on wheel routes, on seam routes. They used him in the passing game. He can be a dynamic receiver. And if if it looks like Montgomery and Williams can't practice and Aaron Jones is the guy that's going to practice all week, I think Mike McCarthy will find interesting ways to use him this week. And the rest of the injuries, we'll see. It looked like Mike Daniels was getting close. He had been a limited participant. It looked like Brian Bulaga and David Bakhtiari had been getting close, but especially with Bakhtiari, it's a soft tissue injury. We don't know what the status is of his hamstring. We don't know where Brian Bulaga is with that ankle. If those guys can play, this is a game the Packers absolutely can win. And given the way the Cowboys have looked to this point, potentially a game they should win. And one more thing that that needs to be pointed out that is going to happen today, and it may have already happened by the time that you listen to this, there is a federal court review of the Ezekiel Elliott case, the discipline and the appeal and the injunction that prevented the punishment 
the suspension, the six-game suspension, from being put into place. There's a chance, and I wouldn't say it's a good chance, but there is a chance that that injunction is lifted and Ezekiel Elliott can't play in this game. I don't want to get anyone's hopes up, but that is on the table. It is possible. It's possible that this appeal could go in the NFL's favor and Ezekiel Elliott would have to sit this week. I don't have to tell you that would be enormous. And so there's a lot of uncertainty in how this game is going to look right now. And that's to be expected. But part of the reason is because the Packers, we don't know where they stand with their injuries. It is interesting, though. This line opened at two and a half. So the boys in Vegas seem to think the Packers are slightly better than Dallas. And this line could move. It's going to be interesting to follow this line's movement as the week progresses. If Mike Daniels starts practicing in full, if David Bakhtiari starts practicing in full, this line could move Dallas minus two, minus one and a half. These are all things that you should be monitoring. And if you're going to bet, you should be doing it at mybookie.ag. Use the promo code LOCKEDON for up to a 100% deposit bonus. There are so many shady sites out there. Do not get duped. Mybookie.ag is legit. They've got a rock-solid reputation. They've been doing this for a while now. And they do 100% cash bonuses. So right off the bat, you're making money for doing nothing. And they have the fastest payouts. They've got live in-game betting, a great mobile site, so you can get your bets right from the couch. It's no different from betting in a Las Vegas casino, but you can do it from your smartphone. Trust me, go to mybookie.ag to place your bets and use the promo code Locked On for a cash bonus. Is democracy in danger or decline? Condoleezza Rice, William Galston, and Carlos Gutierrez and others take on this question in the fall edition of The Catalyst, a journal of ideas from the Bush Institute. Surveys show Americans place less trust in institutions like the media and business. Others contend America has faced far more challenging periods and emerged strong. Leading policymakers, Bush Institute experts, and respected journalists take on this debate. Read about it at bushcenter.org slash When the Ezekiel Elliott suspension was originally announced as six games, it looked like he was going to miss the Packers game. And there was a lot of discussion about what their record would be without Zeke. And it looked like with Zeke, they could go 3-1 and or even 4-0 in their first few games. But without him, it looked like 2-2 and or 1-3. and Well, with him, they're now 2-2. and The Rams beat the Cowboys on Sunday 35-30. to They couldn't stop Jared Goff which is a ridiculous thing to say this time last year, and they especially couldn't stop Todd Gurley. Gurley did whatever he wanted against Dallas, and the thing that that Sean McVay and the Rams did brilliantly, he had 23 carries for 121 yards, and that would be great for any running back on any day. But he also had seven catches for 94 yards and a touchdown on eight targets. The Cowboys couldn't cover him. So Ty Montgomery's availability in this game looms large. If he can play, even in a reduced role, even if he only gets 10, 12 touches, he presents a serious matchup problem for this Dallas defense. And let's be honest, this Dallas defense has not played well over the course of the season. Trevor Simeon hung 42 on them. He had four touchdown passes. They beat the Giants in week one. The Giants did not have Odell Beckham. And frankly, the Giants offensively haven't looked great all year and ditto for their win over the Cardinals. They beat the Cardinals 28-17. That game was a little bit closer than that final score indicates for those that watch the game. 
There's just one stat I want to bring up because it's going to come up this week. The Rams just hung 35 on the Cowboys at Jerry World. Aaron Rodgers, in his career in domes, has a 68.4% completion percentage, 8.6 yards per attempt. He's averaging over 280 yards per game. And in 22 games, he has 48 touchdowns to just 10 interceptions. That's a 111 quarterback rating. Pretty decent. We saw what he looked like against Dallas last year. That is obviously going to be on the minds of the Cowboys this week. But if this defense is worse than it was last year for that playoff game, and it might be, it probably is, then that's a big problem. And this offensive line for Dallas has not played as well this year. Dak has had to run around a little bit more. He's had to do some different kinds of things. He's, tried to, he's had to win off platform and off rhythm. Jonathan Cooper really struggled in this game. Now he had to he had to play a really good defensive interior. But the Packers have a really good defensive interior, especially if Mike Daniels is healthy. It's also worth noting, the Lions beat the Vikings today 14-7. And that's big for the NFC North standings because the Lions and the, and the Packers are now tied at the top 3-1. And, and the Lions defensively have looked excellent through the first four weeks. But perhaps more important, especially in the near term for the Packers, is Dalvin Cook, the rookie running back for the Vikings, who was second in the league in rushing coming into this week, tore his ACL. Or at least that is the report at this point. That is, that is, it's possible it's been confirmed since I recorded this and since you're hearing it. He is likely out for the season. The, the Vikings are already starting a backup quarterback. Case Keenum played horribly against the Lions. But we don't know when Sam Bradford's coming back. We don't know when or if Teddy Bridgewater is coming back. The Vikings defense has low-key not been great this year. So what kind of team the Packers are going to face in two weeks? I don't know. And, and frankly, I don't know if the Vikings know. Because Adam Thielen and Stephon Diggs have looked awesome at times this year. They torched Tampa Bay, even with Case Keenum at quarterback. They look like one of the premier receiver duos in the league at times. And other times, when there's not great quarterbacking, they seem imminently defendable. So it's going to be an interesting situation when the Packers face the Vikings because Latavius Murray is not a great runner. And if and if the Packers can make the Vikings be one-dimensional, no matter who the quarterback is, that's going to be a serious problem for their offense. Now, that wasn't the only big game in the NFC on Sunday. We talked about Rams-Cowboys. Jared Goff, by the way. If Jared Goff can do what he did against the Cowboys, what do you think Aaron Rodgers is going to do? That's a separate issue. The Falcons, who soundly beat Green Bay in Week 2, they lose to the Bills at home. And in the process, they lose Julio Jones to a hip injury. We don't know the prognosis on that. We don't know the timetable if he's going to be back. But that loss, that pulls them even with Green Bay, 3-1 and one in the NFC, tied for the best record in the conference. Now, it is an out-of-conference loss, so it's an out-of-division loss. It means a little bit less in terms of playoff seating. But that is not a game on the schedule that Atlanta, if you're just looking at, at where they're going to get wins and losses, that was not one of the games that you would have expected them to lose. So that's a freebie if you're a team hoping to position yourself as a playoff team in the NFC. It's a freebie. A lot of things went right this week for Green Bay in terms of teams winning and losing. 
And I don't want to put the Dalvin Cook injury in that category because I don't think it's ever, I just don't think it's fair to say it was a good thing for another team that a player got injured. It helps the Packers. I'm not going to call it a good thing. This is someone's career. I know some fans are going to are gonna say it's the Vikings and it's okay, but look. It helps the Packers. The Cowboys lose. The Seahawks look like a mess again. Atlanta loses. Tampa Bay barely hangs on against the Giants team that might not be very good. Now, Philadelphia looked looked pretty good, I guess. That's one of those sleeper teams. They beat the Chargers in a close game, a game that, that probably shouldn't have been as close as it was. Eagles have secondary problems. They can You can pass on the Eagles if you can block them up. And I don't think anyone should be ready to anoint Carson Wentz just yet. Now we're going to have a lot more to talk about as the week at the as the week goes on. Remember, we're going to have Bob McGinn later in the week. Some other guests that I think you're going to really like. I'm going to wait to announce them until we know for sure that we're going to get them. Um, I had you know had some had some really great content for you last week. Unfortunately, technology was was against us. Um, we were supposed to have Kay Adams of the NFL Network. We we recorded the interview. We had a great we had a great talk. It was going to be almost a half an hour of of a great conversation, and um, unfortunately, technology uh, conspired against us. So that's the unfortunate part of doing this. Technology is great when it works, and it sucks when it doesn't. So I hope to bring you a lot of great content this week. Some great conversations with some really smart football people. And it's a huge game. If Green Bay beats Dallas, they're 4-1. Dallas goes to 2-3, and three, regardless of whether or not Ezekiel Elliott can play this week. That is, that is a huge game in the standings. It's a huge game for NFC playoff positioning. This is a big game, even in Week 5. And we're going to have a ton of content. Go to acmepackingcompany.com. Go to FanRag NFL. Go to Locked On Packers. Go to Locked On Packers. Please, please, please. I know a lot of you listen to this on mobile, on a tablet. If you're listening on a laptop or a desktop, if you're listening on a computer, do it on Locked On Packers. Do me a favor. Go to Locked On Packers. Listen to it there. You're just you're doing me a solid. I would appreciate it. Also remember, if you like the podcast, tell a friend. Make a friend and tell them. You're sitting, you're sitting next to someone on a subway? Tell them. You're chatting with someone on Facebook about politics? Let's change the subject. I got a podcast for you to listen to. It's called Lockdown Packers. And remember to review the podcast on iTunes. And when you do that, after you've given it five stars and talked glowingly about how much you love the show, please put your name and your Twitter handle in the review and you could win a Pro Football Focus Edge subscription. Mountains of data could be at your fingertips. All you have to do is leave a review. It rhymes. I didn't even mean for it to rhyme, and it rhymes. Okay. We're going to have three more shows this week at a minimum, depending on what happens with injuries and the game and, and what we're looking at. At least three more shows. Okay? Keep an eye on your feeds. Keep an eye on Lockdown Packers. Keep an eye on my Twitter feed, Peter underscore Bukowski. And as always... Stay locked on Packers.
Is Democracy in Danger or Decline? Condoleezza Rice, William Galston, and Carlos Gutierrez and others take on this question in the fall edition of The Catalyst, a journal of ideas from the Bush Institute. Surveys show Americans place less trust in institutions like the media and business. Others contend America has faced far more challenging periods and emerged strong. Leading policymakers, Bush Institute experts, and respected journalists take on this debate. Read about it at bushcenter.org slash catalyst. What you doing? Ran out of space on my phone, so I'm deleting some stuff. Bye, singing dog. Bye, goal. I pronounce you. Bye, wedding ceremony. Stop. At Metro PCS, you get two free phones with twice as much memory. Really? Don't say bye to your memories. Switch to Metro PCS and get two free LG K20 Plus phones with 32 gigs when you switch two lines. Metro PCS. Wireless. Figured out. Coverage not available in some areas. Sales tax not included in phone price. Excludes numbers on the T-Mobile network. See store for details and terms and conditions.